Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Day number 276. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show. It is primary day um, in the great state of North Carolina, Kentucky, Oregon. And the race we're paying the most attention to is in Pennsylvania, especially on the Senate side of that race, where many, oh, I think pretty much everybody knows why I'm endorsing Dr. Oz. Why? It's simple. Because uh, it's not because I know him. It's because of my vetting process, the the same process, probably even harder. I've vetted him harder than I did President Trump. Many conservatives question my my conservative credentials when I did support Donald Trump early and got the crap beat out of me. And uh, it's not that different here, but this is what I do. I owe it to you to tell you what I know to be true. And after vetting Dr. Oz, he's pro-life, he's pro-Second Amendment, he's pro-energy independence. This guy is a fighter. This guy believes in safe and secure borders, border security, energy independence. He believes in everything I believe. Not a single single thing. When we went down every issue repeatedly, there wasn't one issue I found disagreement with him on. Not at all. Now you would I, now with the ads, forty five million dollars dumped on his head. You know, I look at the ads and it, it's like a totally different person, unrecognizable to me. Uh, but anyway, so we're watching that race very closely. It's one of the strangest things in all the years I've been doing this, 35 years on radio and 26 and a half years on Fox. I don't think I ever saw a candidate that wasn't really particularly polling very well. All of a sudden have a, a this this incredible increase just days out of the election. And that's the case of Kathy Barnett. And for the last week, we've reached out to her again and again and again and again and again. And she only picked up the phone once, and her answer was about one of, like, dozens and dozens and dozens of really incendiary and controversial tweets. That doesn't sound like me. Were, were you hacked? 
Uh, I don't remember. I got to go. And then never picked up the phone again. Then tweets me and says she wants a debate one-on-one with us on TV on Monday. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's, it's impossible to prepare for an event like that. You, you need, um, usually it's months of planning. I mean, it's not like, oh, let's just show up and have a debate. No, you got to have lighting. You got to have a location. Uh, you've got to have, you know, are we going to have an audience or not have an audience? You got to have cameras and production and everything in between. You don't just snap your fingers and say, oh, let's have a debate. Presidential debates, they spend months and months and months and months preparing it. We're not going to do a half-assed, you know, cable access channel debate. I work for the Fox News Channel, number one news network in the country. So I did offer on Twitter uh, if she would accept a debate yesterday if the other candidates would join her. And she never responded. Then goes on a radio show on WPHT, our affiliate in, in Pennsylvania in Philly, and says this morning that I, I didn't reach out to her. We reached out to her repeatedly. Called her, texted her, texted her, called her, called her, texted her, and then went publicly on Twitter. No answer. Uh, anyway, so the polling has been uh, Emerson has Oz up by five in the last poll. Susquehanna, I think, had him up by two. Uh, Matt Towery is with Insider Advantage. He joins us now with Robert Cahaley of Trafalgar. Need I remind both of you, uh, all of you, that both of them have been accurate in 2016, 2020. Uh, they've been accurate as it relates to the Senate uh, runoffs in Georgia. They, they told me in late November there's no way that Republicans are going to win either of those runoff races. Either of them. And they turned out to be, unfortunately, right. And we're here to talk about not only Pennsylvania, but North Carolina, Kentucky, and Oregon. And welcome both of you back to the program. Thank you. How you doing? Happy to be with you. All right, let's start with you, Matt Towery. Where do you see this race in Pennsylvania today? Well, we polled it for the Fox affiliate in Philadelphia about a week and a half ago, and at that point, Oz was um, enjoying a slight lead. Robert actually caught the rise of Barnett um, because he polled it more often weeks before that. We caught the rise of Barnett when we polled, and we saw also that she had moved up very quickly. She came up primarily... Um, for two reasons, Sean. One, because uh, she had an interesting response to an issue related to her past personal history that struck a chord with pro-life voters. And then you also had a lot of funding come in from what I would consider to be sort of anti-Trump groups that saw the opportunity to push her up and try to put her in, in ahead of Dr. Oz, simply, I think, to, to, to spite uh, President Trump. Right now, I see the race with Oz having a lead. It's, it's, it's not going to be massive. Barnett has been moving up, but she sort of stalled out the last few days. And, and so we're thinking, my guess would be that you'll see that Trump bump come into place uh, that we've thought to be somewhere between 4 and 6% that we don't think shows up in the polls. Robert can tell you more about that. He sort of quantified it. We think when you put that in there, Oz is likely to win, but it's going to be a very tight race tonight. And you never know when you're dealing with uh, places like Philadelphia and other cities and Pennsylvania, just like Georgia and others. You never know what could happen. Yeah, yeah, great. That's always that's always fun news to hear. Uh, your take, Robert Cahaley. Yeah, uh, like my, Matt was saying, we actually saw this lady coming on um, March 13th. That uh, was our first polling that we had her in uh, third place and barely in third place, just a point out of second. So, I mean, this is what happens when two of these vehemoth, you know, these guys just 
come back and forth at each other with this kind of money, and and she remains untouched and unscrutinized. And so what you've seen is her; she's had a, a meteoric rise uh, with nobody really kind of messing with her. She had a great debate uh, the same week as the the leaked decision, and here you know, here she's talking about her background and uh, being born to a, a mother who's a victim of rape. I mean, it, it was a perfect storm for her to start to ascend. Uh, what did happen, though, is the two campaigns got together, and uh, both both sides seem to be at uh, Oz and McCormick seem to be uh, really putting some heat on her the last few days, and we do see her kind of that momentum has slowed, uh, but it has been very tight between uh, Barnett and Oz the entire weekend uh, through yesterday, uh, with Oz having the slightest of edges, uh, and with the possibility of there'll be a, a little bit of a Trump bump that we think does exist. Uh, I think that plus the edge that Oz has picked up, that should be where it takes to keep him ahead, but it, it could very well be tight. And knowing that we could have 150,000 absentees to be counted, depending upon when they count them, depends on when we know something. Let's, let's talk about now the things that have come out in the last seven days as it relates to Kathy Barnett. And if she were the nominee, do you think, Matt Towery, she is in any way electable? Well, <clears throat> you never say never. Uh, I think she is the, the least electable of the three candidates who have been vying for that top position. But, well, the things. least electable by a long shot or the least electable by just a little? Uh, no, the least electable to the point that it would be very hard to handicap that as being a Republican win in Pennsylvania. That would sort of be, I know, admittedly, you don't know what the other side's going to do. you got a problem. There's an illness, of course, with one of the, the main Okay, candidates. but you read the tweets about Trump, so that's going to anger yeah. Republican voters and Trump supporters. You've yeah, read the my, tweets, my the, the, all my the incendiary view. tweets that she ha doesn't recall ever writing. Go ahead. Well, my view is that she is the least electable of the three, and in all probability I would not see a Republican win in the fall if she gets the nomination. That would be my view. Robert Cahaley, your thoughts? I think I think very much the same thing. I, th I think we all understand that Pennsylvania is not the kind of place that you want to put a Republican who just barely wins in, in November. I think barely winning doesn't mean a lot in Pennsylvania. You need somebody who can run up the score, uh, and I do not think she's in that position, nor, for that matter, do I think McCormick's in that position. Uh, I think Oz's unique appeal to people who do not consider themselves Republicans or Democrats, just kind of people who judge an individual, they built a, a trust and a relationship with him on television for all these years, and I think he is in the position to win big enough that it will be hard for that victory not to emerge. So the William F. Buckley, uh, Buckley uh, adage, if you will, Robert, that you find the most conservative person that can win, and that's who you should support, applies here? Yes, except for in Pennsylvania, I would say win and win big. And win and win big, right. How important, um, Matt Towery, was Donald Trump's endorsement in this race, in your view? Well, I thought it was critical. I mean, you, by the way, you, how you unimportant have... is my endorsement ever? But go ahead. <laughs> Your endorsement is probably more. obviously it's becoming increasingly important by the day, according to Kathy Barnett. Um, I think <laughs> that, Apparently, I heard I heard some tape. From, I'll play it later. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, Trump's endorsement is critical in Pennsylvania because Dr. Oz, for all the positives that he has, he is entering politics as a brand new candidate. 
coming off a very successful run, of course, on television. So he had that going for him. But Trump gave Oz sort of the political chops to be able to get into this from the beginning. And I think it's been critical for Oz in these last few weeks, especially as he's, as he's seen first the McCormick group sort of come after him. And then, of course, Kathy Barnett making a surge. Trump has been, I think, the major component that has allowed Oz to remain at the level. And I noticed this from our polling and also from Roberts. Oz never went below a certain level. He has a ceiling, but he, he has a floor, and he never goes above that floor. And I suspect his ceiling is going to be above what it's been showing in the poll. When and that by the way, that kept him in the lead the entire time. I've never seen a poll where he wasn't leading. Yeah, we, had, we haven't had a single poll. We had a couple of nights where maybe he would slip back and forth. But overall, in all of the polls, when you got through with it all, uh, he was always in the lead. And I think that was critical um, in these last three months, uh, three weeks, rather, of, of this race, especially. Yes. Well, let's talk about the Trump bump that Matt mentioned, uh, Robert Cahaley. Yeah, I think what we've determined uh, in, in watching it, uh, you know, that we we found in 2016 what we called silent, you know, hidden silent Trump voters. Uh, and these are people who just didn't want to kind of give you the straight scoop where they were in a poll. What we saw in 2020 is a different phenomenon. They just decided they didn't want to participate in polls. They didn't, uh, they'd seen the polls be so skewed. They just figured, hey, it's nobody's business who I'm for. Uh, lots of questions when you call them about, well, what are you going to do with information? You know, how, how, do, how do you keep my name out of it? People just don't want to be doxxed. They don't, they don't want to be criticized, and they just want to go about their business. And so they're going to show up. They're going to vote for Trump, and they're really hard to poll because they don't like entering polls. So I, we think that number is between three and um, probably four and a half in a Republican primary, a little more in a general election. I mean, it's, I was shocking. The number, the, the bump that, that J.D. Vance got in Ohio was incredible. Right, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Kentucky, North Carolina, Oregon, and, and any other race that you think is uh, interesting or important. Uh, then next week, it's going to be Georgia, and I think Herschel Walker will do well. Uh, not sure what's going to happen in the Purdue-Kemp race. I think Kemp is up, but there, there's talk that there might be a runoff. If that's the case, that would be interesting. As we uh, roll along, 800-941-SHAWN is a number. You want to be a part of the program. Our pollsters, Matt Towery and uh, also Robert Cahaley. Uh, Robert with Trafalgar Insider Advantage is Matt Towery's group. Um, all right. In Kentucky, later on, we have Rand Paul at the top of the next hour. I would imagine he has an easy run. I don't even know the names of, of any primary uh, opponents. Rand is very popular, rightly so, in Kentucky. We're supporting him. You see any change, any issues in Kentucky, either one of you? None. <laughs> None. They, I don't see any either, Robert. <laughs> That's why I haven't bothered talking about it much. Uh, you know, there's too many races that do matter, that are closer. Sometimes it feels like uh, Rand Paul speaking for the entire country, but we know he's speaking for Kentucky. He'll win easily. What about Bud in North Carolina? Looks like he's headed to a victory. Any thoughts on that, Robert? Last time we checked him, he was over 50. North Carolina has a very peculiar rule that you only have to be over 30 to avoid a runoff, so I think he's going to clear that bar. What do you think, Matt, uh, Matt Tari? I totally agree. Totally agree. Do you both agree with me on this statement? 
that if Republicans lose Pennsylvania, if they're crazy enough to go with with Kathy Barnett, who's going to get eviscerated in a general election, that the odds of Republican control of the Senate go down dramatically. You both agree with that statement? I certainly do. Let me just say this, uh, Sean. What we have going on right now in these primaries, both in Pennsylvania coming up in Georgia, you have a very large below-the-radar screen attempt to try to damage Donald Trump in the 11th hour when he could actually deliver a majority of Republicans for the U.S. Senate and for other races as well. And it's it's clear to me, I think it's been clear to Robert's, and I don't think it's going to work in Pennsylvania now. When it comes to Georgia and the governor's race, that could be a different matter. But it's certainly going on. And that's why you're seeing the surge at the last minute and the money behind Barnett to try to knock off Oz. Your take, and Robert. What's really fascinating is everyone, you know, the, 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 the running line was Trump will probably endorse people who can't win in the fall, and that'll be his legacy. Well, he's done exactly the opposite in these races. He's picked people with the best chance to win in the fall, and people who don't seem to care about the fall are willing to beat him at all costs. You know, pretty unbelievable both times. This never-Trumper movement or try and sabotage Trump's primary picks, um, he made the right call with Oz and, and PA. I, and I've made my own vetting on this, and I put my own conservative credentials on the line on this. But ultimately, it comes down to the voters. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, how do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? 
Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. This This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN is our number. All right, so this is from PennsylvaniaLive.com. PennLive.com is the website. Headline, Lancaster County reports big mail-in ballot problem. Significant number of the ballots did not scan. I'm like, you can't make this up. County Board of Elections were supposed to begin counting mail-in ballots at 7 a.m. today, reducing the logjam of vote counting issues when the PA primary election polls closed this evening. But in Lancaster County, and I'm reading directly from PennLive.com, was a big problem. Upon opening and scanning the first batch of ballots, it became immediately apparent that a significant number of the mail ballots did not scan, a county press release stated. Upon further inspection of the ballots, the county identified the ballots were printed by the mail ballot vendor, NPC, I have no idea who they are, uh, with the wrong ID code, the error prevents the ballots from being scanned on the county's central scanners. The county board added there was no way of knowing about the issue before they began opening mail-in ballots this morning. The incorrect printing by the vendor was after the election staff pro- approved MPC's test ballots, which had the correct ID code. The county board statement read, quote, those ballots scanned properly during the county's logic and accuracy test prior to the of the mailing of any ballots to voters. Thus, there was no way for the county to discover this vendor error prior to 7 a.m. on Election Day when the law requires mail ballots to be first open. Despite it all, the election office insisted it would press ahead and count all the ballots, stating in this press release, quote, after conferring with both major political parties, the staff recommended process to correct the issue will involve remarking remarking and scanning all affected ballots. This is the process used in the 2021 primary election when the previous mail ballot vendor printed the ballots incorrectly. This is insane. The county board said election integrity remains paramount concern, stating running fair, secure elections is a sacred trust. The board of elections will do everything possible to ensure that this problem is resolved in a transparent, secure way. Any steps taken to be transparently observed by both major political parties, representatives from the campaigns, by the media, the County Board of Election called a press conference for this afternoon to further discuss and explain the mail-in ballot issues. To share your observations as you visit your polling place today, please email Penn Live reporter John, whatever his name is, at they give his, his address, Tell us your name, age, party affiliation, along with what issues are driving your decision and what message you hope to send with your vote. Stay with Penn Live throughout the primary election day for the latest from central polling, Pennsylvania polling places. 
And when the polls close at 8 p.m., stick with Penn Live for real-time results as your ballot is counted and the vote totals roll in. Jeff Lord is with us, friend of this program for a long time, dear personal friend. How are you? Hello, my friend, Sean. Well, I guess, I, you know, I'll tell them I'm 21 and I've never voted. How's that? You think they'll buy that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh because it's too serious. You know. Well, it is. I, you know, I, I voted this morning around uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, the turnout here in my precinct was fairly light. Uh, that will doubtless increase as the day goes on. But here's the real problem with this story out of Lancaster County. And I went to Franklin Marshall College in Lancaster, so I spent a fair share of time there. Lancaster County, which is fairly good size, is the Republican heartland without question. Uh, and so... If if this problem turns out to be unresolved, the people who should be the most nervous about this are all the Republican candidates for both senator and governor, because if if they think that they're going to run away with something or, or make significant progress by getting Republican votes in Lancaster, which is, of course, totally, uh, totally normal thing to think then, wow, this this could throw a real monkey wrench in things. So. Uh, uh, you know, I it's, it's I would imagine, and I, I have reached out to to people sources I have on the ground, and apparently every campaign has somebody there, and they're like apoplectic about it. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they are. I'm sure Which they really can't blame them, right? I mean, you know, Linda and I both live here in Pennsylvania. Linda on the eastern side, and I right here in the middle. And right, you know, this this place is just you know consumed with these two elections. Uh, there are signs all over the place, uh, yard signs. I mean, just going through my own neighborhood, there are yard signs for every imaginable candidate for senator and governor. Um, people are really tuned into this. So let me uh, ask you this question: yeah. with the with the sudden rise of, of Barnett in this race, and then finding out all these controversial, you know, crazy things that she said and tweeted, uh, has that knowledge gotten into the Republican primary voter bloodstream that people are very aware of the things that she has said and, I, I and the it, things I she's tweeted. I think it may. I mean, I, you know, I've moderated two Senate debates and a governor's debate. And in each case in the Senate debates, she did extremely well. She really, as a matter of fact, at the Pennsylvania leadership conference, which is sort of the state version of CPAC, she won the straw poll. This was about a month ago. Um, so she she's very popular. Now, one of the things that I think may backfire on her now is that she has said if she doesn't win, she's not going to support the the winner. Well, you know, I, I just don't think that's going to go over well with a lot of people. Um, you know, they want they expect team play here, particularly since this is so important. Uh, and the winner is going to need every last bit of support. And, do you, do you and think enough vote. people have come to the conclusion that in a general election that the, that all of this is going to be just it, it, they're going to hammer her with all of these comments? Yeah. And she, I I'm mean, not, I'm not sure that they have, Sean. I'm not sure that this is. And, and you know, you've been talking about this a lot. As a matter of fact, I heard her on another show today mention you. <laughs> oh, actually, we have that clip, but we're going to play it later, yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not sure that this has sunk in with a lot of folks around here at this point. Um, 
You know, I mean, Sean, it's the well, if it, if it, if, is it sunk into half of the Republican primary voters? I mean, is is it 33 percent that likely know? The 33 percent that what? You know, what percentage of Republican primary voters are going to be fully aware of this unvetted candidate and what she has said and tweeted? You know, I don't know many Republicans that want a statue for Barack Obama. Do you? Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think as the, the realization dawns of the things she said here, the question is, has this gotten through? And, you know, it's the same old story, Sean, every election. You, you, you've got people, you know, unlike geeks like me that pay attention to this 24-7, you know, people are living their lives, right? They've got kids to feed, kids to get to school, they've got work, et cetera. So, I mean, I talked to... uh somebody in a business the other day when I was in there for something and she told me she hadn't even focused on the election on who's on the ballot or what the issues were. And this was a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's not very, listen, we live, eat and breathe and sleep this. So that's not particularly uncommon. All right. Any predictions? What do you think is going to happen in the Senate race? Uh, I would give the edge to Dr. Oz at this point, but it's, it's only an edge. I mean, listening to your pollsters and everything. I mean, this, Sean, in truth, this could go any way. I think uh, I, I saw a poll that said that there were about 34% undecided in the Senate race. Wow. <laughs> it's going to get interesting. Do you think, based on what you know about Kathy, that she could win a general election? Because I think the it's next to nil. Possible? Sure. Anything's possible. But Well, the one thing that she might have going for her is her presumed opponent, John Fetterman. Yeah, that's uh, that's everybody's. You know, whoever wins this, this nomination, I would argue short of her, would beat her probably pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if she were facing, him. say, Connor Lamb, who's not going to win, the Democratic yeah. thing, you know, a moderate Democrat, et cetera, he, he would clobber. I'm not so sure about John Fetterman because he's got his own problems. I mean, he's an out-and-out socialist, for one yep. thing. And, uh, you know, he might have some problems. And again, you know, I've studied these things. These red wave elections come along in the first terms of presidents and have since at least Harry Truman. I mean, I've gone back and taken a serious look at this, and they get clobbered. You know, slogans from Republicans like had enough in 1946 or the Newt Gingrich wave. I mean, these are not unusual. What happened to Bill Clinton? Ronald Reagan got clobbered in 1982. So there's every reason to expect two things here. Number one, the pattern will hold and that Joe Biden will get defeated. But then, two, there's Joe Biden's personal problem situations here with inflation and the economy and Ukraine. It's and killing all everybody. That. A combination of those two can make it deadly for any Democrat. Jeff Lord, we love you. Thanks for checking in, giving us an update. Appreciate it. Okay, my uh, friend. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Brad in Pennsylvania. Brad, did you vote today? Brad, how are you? Yeah, Sean. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? No worries. What's up? I can hear you fine. Yeah, I'm sorry, Sean. I couldn't vote. I'm stuck here. I'm a truck driver, so I'm stuck in the traffic all day. I just couldn't get... Um, chance to go and vote man but i wanted to really uh thank you for all you do man seriously um uh, i just have uh, i'm very frustrated i just have uh, something to uh, tell you man like i don't understand that why ted cruz and these conservatives can't back trump i just don't understand that why they have to go with mccormick 
I, I don't get it. I mean, this is why, that's what's going to well, happen. Hey, I guess I have no idea. I just, I did my own vetting. I didn't know. I've never met Dave McCormick uh, until after I long supported Oz. Uh, seemed like a nice guy. I'm, I'm, if you notice, I've never said a bad word about him. Um, but with uh, that said, they, they, putting Cruz out of this, it's not him, but there are groups of people that are now actively undermining every Trump-endorsed candidate. I can tell you that. We have a bit of a bad connection, though, Brad. God bless you. Thanks for checking in. Don Lake Ronkonkoma. What's up, big Don? Welcome aboard. Hey, Sean. Great to, great to talk to you again. Yeah, you know, i got to thank you for... Uh for giving people, for giving candidates the, your uh, podium to, to vet themselves. And uh, I enjoyed listening to Dr. Oz. Uh, you know, he de- demonstrates such a confidence to get things done. And uh, I can't think of anything bad about him. Uh, and over the years, I've seen him on television. I, his, uh, his record's been very, very good. Hey, look, he got clobbered with 40-plus million dollars in negative ads, and I didn't recognize the guy that I know. Yeah. And... You know, you remember because you were with us. And when I first went out early for Trump, I got I was I was getting the crap kicked out of me every day. Oh, yeah. And but I stood by my guns because I owe this audience what I know to be true. And I knew true. I knew the truth was Trump would govern as a strong conservative. And he did. You've always been fair to whoever wanted to come on your show, and you reach out. It's not like you're waiting for them. All the time. Reach out I would have put Kathy on yesterday. She was willing to come on. I would have put her on, and yeah. she never got back to us. She won't yeah. return our calls. She won't return our texts. Well, I like Dr. Oz. I, he seems to be pro-energy, pro-life, pro-gun. He is. Make America great. And you know what I uh, really enjoyed? Early on during the pandemic, you had uh, Dr. Oz on, not as a candidate, as a doctor. And mm-hmm. he questioned these crazy COVID mandates. And he questioned the school shutdowns. He he, he said, anecdotally, the only thing we got is HCQ at the time. And he got clobbered for it. Coming up, just for coming on my show, he got the crap kicked out of him. But he wouldn't stop because the health issue meant too much to him. And he knew the reach of this program. Okay, well, here's here's another attribute that I really admire about him. He's got courage to keep coming back. That's true. He's got courage and confidence. I can't listen. I can't say it strongly enough. He is and make America great again. Save America. America first conservative. That's why I supported Trump. That's why I support Dr. Oz in this race. Uh, We love you, Don. We got to roll. Appreciate the call. Sharon in Texas. We got a minute for you. Uh, You you get uh, the podium. Go ahead. Hi, Sean. I'm in Texas, but I listened to all three candidates. I'm following the Pennsylvania race. And they were on the um, on Clay and Buck show today, preceding your show. And I heard all three candidates, and I have to say this about Kathy Barnett. She talks like she has a chip on her shoulder, and she doesn't like you. And she said something like, example, of one of the things she said, uh, I was on Sean Hannity's show seven times before, uh, before Oz ever showed up. So she's just got her, her whole train of thought. And rhetoric well, was, was on a lot more. I, listen, I liked her when she was on, but I had no idea sh- that she said and tweeted all this crazy crap. I mean, that, in my view, in a general election, makes her nearly it makes it nearly impossible. We would lose that seat. I think the odds of us losing that seat would be way too high to risk it. Because Democrats will take every one of those tweets, every one of those statements, and they will ram, they will, they will pound her with that. I don't think she's electable. Yeah, I mean, if I did, she's I would not. say so. 
Um, not at all. You're you're right. You read her right. She's not a. And, I, and I don't believe I don't believe the story that oh that doesn't sound like me. Uh, even though it's on my Twitter feed, then why didn't you go to Twitter and say I was hacked? And then she won't admit. She won't even say she's hacked. So you just you can't have it both ways here. There's some level of dishonesty in my eyes. Um, doesn't doesn't meet my smell test. Um, but ultimately, that's up to the people in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, I strongly recommend Oz. But you will decide, and you will get the government you deserve. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But... We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Ronald Reagan cut taxes cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run, half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. All qualified listeners who visit HannityGold.com this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So go to HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. That's HannityGold.com.